it's doing what you have to do so when you're gone and you're doing what you want to do you don't feel guilty which is still really hard to do no matter how hard you work at it apparently seven eight years ago they had a really bad storm that basically took out or two winters that took out a couple years of of sheep so this year finding a legal ram was tougher it just wasn't i mean somebody might come back and say well we had plenty of luck or whatever right, you know right, what yeah, i mean yeah, but yeah. from everybody that i'm talking to it was kind of like the worst year to be up there the biggest thing about moose is if you're in them you might be seeing like one bull and a couple of cows it's not like you know it's not like elk hunting that's the hard part about traveling when you're hunting it's you're kind of at the mercy of you know you select these dates and they may be just going crazy that's why i don't really like hunting the whitetail rut <laughs> you know because you're at the mercy of you show up and those bucks are locked down on does you know you're gonna be staring at spikes and and button heads for a week when you're sitting on a mountain and you're wanting to go home because you're homesick you know and feeling guilty for being gone just know that you worked hard you worked hard at work you worked hard at home and everybody's happy everything's good there's no reason to go home i think homesickness is what causes most people to quit hey guys welcome to days of the wild big game hunting podcast i want to take a minute to introduce you to a new organization called howl for wildlife howl was grown out of the necessity to have a fast acting tool to focus the sportsman's voice on issues concerning wildlife management and hunting it's Howell's goal to shut down any initiative that doesn't support sound management practices before it even makes it to the ballot, and certainly before it reaches the court. I know I sound like a broken record, but we need to start looking at hunting as a community and not just an individual sport. And that means supporting all hunting, whether we engage in duck hunting or predator hunting or anything in between. We are all in this for different reasons, and unfortunately it's this difference that will be on our undoing if we let it. So we need to come together as one pack and let our diversity be our strength. We are a strong force if we band together, one voice, one howl. I want you to go to howlforwildlife.org, that's H-O-W-L for wildlife.org, and join there. There's no cost to you to becoming a member. Howl operates solely on donations, so it's completely up to you if you decide you want to send money or not. There will be no annoying emails, no newsletter advertisements or money grabs or anything like that. No drives. Signing up as a member just means that when there's an issue concerning wildlife management like this attempt on banning mountain lion hunting and bear hunting in Arizona, you will be called to stand with us and let your voice be heard. So get out there, get on Howlful Wildlife, become a member and join the pack. Thank you. Let's jump into this episode. I have a guide trip tomorrow, so I'm trying to get everything kind of crammed into one day here. And sure, yeah. But when I get back, and then I'm only home for like two days, and then I'm off to the Hunt Expo, and yeah, it's no. busy, busy next couple of weeks. <laughs> well, I think it's better to be busy than to the alternative that's true that's <clears throat> certainly true i had a lot of downtime in the last couple of weeks which is because i had had covid like the second week of or going into the second week of um of january 
and it pretty much like robbed me of three weeks of my life. Like I know, man, I had the exact same thing. I uh, basically, yeah, two two weeks for me, I was out. It sucked. <laughs> the actual COVID, like when I was testing positive, I was like only like three days. It was like I was yeah, and I was yeah. feeling, I felt like real shit for three days and then after that it wasn't really bad but i was just tired all the time felt like i thought i had like mono or something it was freaking yeah i think i had something else i thought i had strep throat because my uvula was all it was just like giant hanging in my throat and it had like these sores on it where i couldn't even eat or drink okay so i think i had some other stuff going on besides covid but they told me it wasn't strep it was covid of course Oh yeah, everything's COVID. Uh-huh. Stub your toe, it's COVID. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. <clears throat> anyway, so uh, if you guys don't recognize his voice, that's Jake Downs, and uh, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna do a little season recap. So I kind of saw bits and pieces of what. It's kind of hard keeping up with you this year. You like seem like you're all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Every year is about the same. We, I, I usually end up with more tags and more hunts than I can handle. <laughs> That's but, not a bad problem. <laughs> no, it's not. I this time of year I'm planning hunts, and I'm like, oh, I could fit that in. I could fit this in. I could do that. My God, I, it's no wonder I'm not home for like three months solid because uh, I get so many tags. And if I got a tag in my pocket, I can't. I just, it just drives me crazy. I have to go. I just got to try to find time to go. It's tough. <laughs> like you say, it's, yeah. it's a good problem to have, but I'm, I'm it's stressful. the same way, um, but I've come learning more and more to just say, okay, you can't do that. You can't do that. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and it really comes down to me. For me, it's my family, you know. I could always figure out something would work like that. Yeah. That's, that's never really an issue for me. It's, it's more so leaving the wife and kids again, you know, and I'm doing the same thing right now. I'm like trying to plan. I'm like, Oh man, I could go to Wyoming in the beginning of September. And then I'll go to the end of September, go to Colorado. And I'm like, I'm like, I can't leave twice in one month. It's just, <laughs> you know, that's half the month really think about it yeah one week there and one week there and i'm like okay <clears throat> so i try that's what i that's like my new thing now for the last few years is i try to leave from july to march and from july to march i do one week each month yeah which is still a lot. yeah that's a <laughs> you know, yeah in the no grand doubt. scheme of it's, things it's still a lot but it's it's not like, you know, try to be gone for three weeks in September and two weeks in August and, you know, two weeks. Yeah. It's a, but yeah, it's, it's kind of funny. That's like my whole feel or whatever is, is the whole earn your hunt thing. And I don't think a lot of people get it. (laughs) It's, it's doing what you have to do. So when you're gone and you're doing what you want to do, you don't feel guilty, which is is still really hard to do, no matter how hard you work at it. 
mm-hmm. you know, when you're away from your wife and kids, especially when you got kids. I mean, I love my wife, but before, you know, it's just a different, if it's oh, a yeah. different deal with your kids. hundred percent, hundred percent. You don't want to miss, you know, birthdays. And luckily my kids were born uh, this I time planned of year. That. I was going to say, I Hell planned yes. it well. Like I was, I told <laughs> my wife, too. I'm like, we're not even trying. Yep. We're not even trying. We really- I, Ella was Ella was the only one, and and it was just a unique. My oldest, it was a unique circumstance <laughs> because my wife was pregnant, and unfortunately she had a miscarriage. So right after okay. she had the miscarriage, she's like, "I want to try again." I'm like, oh, "Okay." How do you, I mean, yeah, you can't say no to that, right? And then of course you know, but so Ella was born in August, uh, and she was literally <laughs> born on opening day of deer season here in Arizona, um, <laughs> which is okay. Uh, yeah. I've, I've learned to you know to to work around that anyway. But my other two, they're both May and March. Like, yep. There's no. Yep. I got one in the end of February and one at the end or middle of March. So yeah, it doesn't even affect turkey season. It's mm-hmm. it's not doesn't affect anything. Yep, same here. Yeah, I'm actually trying to put something together right now for Turkey. Both the girls want to go. Both my kids want to. My oldest, actually, Luca wants to go too. My son wants to go, but uh, he's not really old enough to shoot anything. But the other two, they didn't draw here, so I'm trying to figure out what to do with them, where to go. Their, their yeah. spring break is March, like. 12th to the 20th so it's not really i was gonna say our season hasn't even opened by then but texas would be my suggestion that's i think what texas i was looking early at. yeah that's what i was looking at. well texas doesn't open till the 19th of march really yeah so it's like i'm like fine well that doesn't really help me out here you know there's a couple from florida's open uh huh. yeah florida, florida georgia i think uh alabama maybe all the like real southern stuff yeah, and, which and, those yeah, it's a good time. Eastern turkeys are a pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah, but it's a good time to be there. I, actually, I was thinking about going for an Osceola. You know, if we were yeah, if we were going to go to Florida, I was like, ah, maybe I could couple this with going to see my sister in law, bring the wife, take the kids. Sure. We'll go. You know, we we try to go. We go to Florida like once a year anyway. The last sure. few years, shoot but, some pigs while you're there too. Yeah, pigs, iguanas. <laughs> Heck yeah, man. Deer too. I mean, it's crazy. They actually have deer that rut over there in like March or something. It's crazy. I believe it. Yeah, like Alabama, they're rutting right now. It's yeah. <laughs> I've, I've been I've been there in February. Yep, I was. Uh, was it four years ago? Five years ago? Five years ago? Yeah, I shot a a pretty good buck there in uh, like that first week of February. It was crazy. Yeah, it's. It's crazy. It was cold the deer. As shit too. It was weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That humidity, like it's a different kind of cold that just when, when there's a high humidity place, like in Texas, I, the coldest I've been is like 25 degrees in Texas. I, it's just that moisture in the air just soaks into your bones. And yeah, and I don't know. That's, no, that's way I, colder than dry zero here. I know what you're saying. Yeah. I, I am trying to think in my head, but I know I know there's been times where I'm like, wow, why am I so freaking cold? It's not even as cold as <laughs> – I mean, I didn't really pay attention to what it was, but I, I think I know what you're saying, man. Coming out of Arizona, that dry – you're used to that dry air. Even if you're in the cold, it's dry. Right. Same, kind of same as it is here. 
And uh, yeah, I can imagine it'd be super cold for you. Yeah, I was just checking, actually. I was just checking down to where I was going to go down south. And I'm like, man, I pulled up where I'm going to be. I'm like, it's 18 degrees on there this morning. I'm like, oh, holy shit. It's freaking cold. (laughs) Yeah, I noticed they're getting snow in in Texas right now, it looked like. So yeah crazy yeah my partner's in uh in uh colorado right now meeting up at the capitol because how for wildlife you know was instrumental in this whole uh, mountain lion and bobcat band thing they got going on there so he went down yeah. there now they're you know they're doing like hunters are gathering there at the capitol for a you that's know, awesome a last stand basically heck yeah so yeah now it's pretty uh pretty cool that's cool. I was going to go, but I had to get my stuff together here so I could do this trip tomorrow. So, but anyway, so let's, uh, let's hear about your season. Uh, yeah, like I said, it was kind of a whirlwind. I hate to say that it sucked, but, uh, I, it didn't suck. It just, it seemed like I was getting beat up on all my big hunts. I had Alaska trip this year. I went to, I flew up there and spent 20 days um, <laughs> talk about being gone. I think I flew up the end of August and yeah, I was there for about 20 days. I spent the first week um, in Cordova with uh, Lonesome Dove Outfitters, the guys I shot my goat with. Yeah. Yeah. We went, uh, me and my buddy Ryan went up there and, and uh dennis took us out on his boat we were gonna go hunt high country sitka blacktails but the weather just beat us down um we spent a couple days in cordova then we spent a day and a half on the on the boat just couldn't even see the high country just pissing rain just just not good and it was we finally got in the high country after like five, you know, it was only like, you're supposed to be there for like seven or eight days. I can't remember total. And then I was going to fly on to my um, sheep hunt. Um, we got up, we got in the high country just in time for it to rain. We spent one full day in the tent <laughs> mm. and we got, I, we got about a day and a half of hunting. Um, luckily I, I was lucky enough to kill a buck. Um, just a little, you know, but it was my first blacktail. And I'll tell you right now, blacktail is like my new favorite meat. I've heard that. Um, I've it's, heard that from it's unbelievable. It was, it's so good. Um, and just like that goat, the fat on it, leave it, you know, leave the fat on. It's, it's got a, it's got a really good taste. Um, but anyway, I, I was able to get lucky and kill a, a deer. And then I flew up to, well, let's see. I flew up to Fairbanks and then flew into Coldfoot. And then I, I hunted with Jonah Stewart and Harold Ferenbrook was my guide. Uh, we just, I had that sheep hunt booked for the last couple of years. And turns out it was like the worst year to be up there. Of course, <laughs> right? Yeah, of course. We did, we, I hunted 10 days or 11. I can't remember. I hunted 11 days. Never saw a legal ram, mm. and uh, it was pretty. It was pretty rough conditions. We weren't really able to get where we, you know, the high country was just socked in. We ended up most of the time in the lower country looking for grizzly bears, which 
was awesome. We got really close on a, on a, just a, I don't know if it was a sour or a boar, just a, you know, respectable grizzly. We were coming over the top. We had glassed it from down below and it was just bedded up there. And it did that whole, you know, it got up right when we were just about to peek over the top and walked around the corner at like 20 yards, 25 yards. I got it on video. The, the guy, the guy behind me points at the bear coming around the, the edge and I had turned my whole body. And as soon as I did that, the, uh, he put his leg back and kind of, I didn't have a shot mm. and then he whirled and ran up the hill. So got pretty damn close on a, on a grizzly, but I just never got my opportunity on sheep. So that was a little bit on the rough side. That's my biggest and, fear about that. You know, it's like, it's such a big ticket money, you know, big ticket yeah. item. And it's like, man, it's still what do hunting. You do? It's still hunting, right? Like you, it is. And it's in a, in a really remote wild place that has a lot of chance for shit to go wrong. You know? Yeah. Yeah. God. Well, I know, uh, Jordan, Bud. she lives near me. I don't know if you know who she is, but Mm-hmm. She was up there at the same time I was, and I think she spent like five days in a tent. Um, she was in a different area, and she was there just a little bit before me. But um, the weather before me was actually worse. When we were there, the high country was socked in. You couldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. But they had like a full-on blizzard, <laughs> and they spent like three or four days just stuck in a tent Jesus. on a mountain. Sounds um, so, I mean, miserable. <laughs> I would go. We at nuts. least, yeah, it was rough. It was rough. The way, and I heard from a lot of people that this was like the worst year in Alaska for sheep. And apparently also like whatever, eight, seven, eight years ago, they had a really bad storm that basically took out or two winters that took out a couple years of, of sheep. So this year finding a legal ram was tougher. It just wasn't. I mean, somebody might come back and say, well, we had plenty of luck or whatever, you know what I mean? But from everybody that I'm talking to, it was kind of like the worst year to be up there. Um, But it was still fun. Uh, But like you say, it's it's hard to, you know, swallow. Basically, when when you book a hunt like that, you got to look at it as you're going on a really expensive camping trip and you got to enjoy every minute you know, of, yeah, yeah. of the experience. We were around grizzlies. We were around sheep. We saw moose, you know, it just, just wasn't, we just weren't able to get to where we knew right where a sheep was. Uh, we just couldn't find him because he was in the fog. It just, that, that high country was just socked in for too long. And, uh, it's rough, but that was, yeah, that was kind of rough. And then, uh, I basically came home kissed the wife and and then i drew a tag in nevada i had a, a mule deer tag in nevada and went up there for the end of that season and uh ended up finding one good buck of course i hunted the high country first and just didn't uh it was just a little bit late you know and there were some young bucks up there but nothing real great mm-hmm. um and i moved into some lower country and ended up finding one pretty good buck but i didn't find him till the last evening of uh, the evening before the last day so the next morning they were hitting uh, a seat a water hole and i decided to sit on it that morning i had a big 
weird looking two by two come in and I wasn't, <laughs> there's no way I was passing him yeah. on the last day. So I ended up shooting him and that was pretty cool. It's kind of, it was one of them seasons where because I had that dang cheap tag, I drew a ton of stuff. You know, I drew Nevada, which I had like a three, three or 10% chance of drawing nothing. Right. Not great. Yeah. I don't know why I even sent in for it, but like I said, I have a hard time just not like, Oh, well I'll, I'll figure it out. You know, a season still be open when I'm <laughs> done hunting sheep. So, right. But, uh, my other big ticket was, uh, my moose hunt. I had a moose hunt booked back right before COVID hit with my buddy up there in Alberta. And so I've been waiting three years to go on that mm -hmm. and the, you know, the border finally opened. So went up and hunted with him for six, I think we hunted six or seven days. I can't remember exactly. And we didn't see a legal bull. No clue. Um, moose hunting has beat me up pretty bad. I, I have there. had three opportunities to hunt moose. All three times I've gotten skunked, not seen illegal. Yep. Yeah. Moose hunting is honestly, I'm not a big fan of it. And that's why I've never done uh, the Alaska thing. Mm hmm. Because you're either the biggest thing about moose is if you're in them, you might be seeing like one bull and a couple of cows. It's not like, you know, it's not like elk hunting or I like a target rich environment. I mean, I, obviously I enjoy like grunting a moose into close range. And I have, uh, I did wound a moose the year before and uh, somehow lost it, but or the last time I went, not the year before, but the the last time I went. So I, it's not like I haven't had my opportunity, but I've hunted moose a lot and only had one opportunity. Uh, well, I shouldn't say I've hunted them a lot, but I've hunted them three trips, you know, seven days a trip. I mean, that's 20 some days and I've only had one shot. Right. Uh, that's a lot. That's quite a bit of hunting to, uh, yeah. So yeah, I'm kind of on board with you. The moose hunting thing. I mean, I obviously I'm not going to give up on it, but yeah, it was pretty hard to go from that go sheep hunt it. to that. It it, it is yeah. because you got two big like high expectation hunts, right? Not necessarily yep. expectation, but you know, just goal. High yeah, goal. I've waited. You know, exactly. you waited. And it's like, yeah, and it's just like I, I know I know the feeling like because that's such a giant letdown and it and it's real easy for to let those things screw up the rest of your season because like it, it's they're so deflating that it's almost <laughs> like I I think that's why I feel like I've got a I've got an inner Dexter I always say I've got an inner like just it's not like I'm a psycho I just I I really have these high goals. You know, I don't, obviously I don't think that I'm going to shoot, you know, fill every tag. I mean, not that I don't want to, but right. I, as many tags as I have, I fill a good portion of them, but I always have like these goals. Like for me this year, if I would have shot a sheep or a grizzly bear or the moose, I would have been good with one of those animals, but to be skunked yeah. and not even have an opportunity at one, it just put me in a, it did. It put me in kind of a bad spot as far as just feeling like I wasn't accomplishing anything. And, and I mean, I had a great season. I shot, I shot three mule deer bucks or four. I shot four mule deer bucks in 2021 wow. with a bow, which is 
you know, and not there, none of them were, well, I shot one that was pretty good in South Dakota, you know, I'm guessing in probably high one sixties, you know, one seventy, nice. maybe, um, you know, a good buck. They were all respectable deer. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't, and I shot, you know, an antelope and I had plenty of, of, uh, hunting and, and I, you know, got plenty of stuff, but those three hunts or those two hunts, I guess, just not getting for me, if I go home and I have had my opportunity, um, I'm not happy about it if I didn't capitalize, but at least I got that. Ooh, but having two big hunts that just yeah. Yeah. without even seeing one, and it wasn't the outfitters, it wasn't the you know, I weather. That's the hard part about traveling when you're hunting. It's you're kind of at the mercy of you know, you select these dates and they may be just going crazy. That's why I don't really like hunting the whitetail rut, <laughs> you know. Because you're at the mercy of you show up and those bucks are locked down on does, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to be spar- staring at spikes and, and button heads for a week, possibly, you know what I mean? I mean, it's when you're traveling to hunt and I've had that happen to me so many times on whitetails where, you know, things just aren't moving. <laughs> so, um, the old lockdown, the lockdown. Yeah. I, my, uh, yeah, it's it can be rough. But. The only place I've ever experienced that really is Illinois. Like really? Yeah, I don't know. Like I never I, really, I never really had. If I was there during the rut, and maybe it just got lucky. But Illinois, and yeah, you know, maybe I've experienced the October lull a couple of times, but I've never yeah. the, the lockdown thing. Like, yes, the bigger Man. bigger bucks, yeah, but you still see mediums and. You know, right? Yeah, okay, I've had it happen to me okay quite a few times. Around. Yeah, <laughs> I had it happen to me in Pennsylvania, uh, which there's not a high population of deer there, so if they're not moving, you know, you're not seeing much. But I had it happen to me in in uh, Alabama twice. Brian Broderick because he doesn't want me coming back because I just I <laughs> both times I was there it was as bad as <clears throat> he said he's ever seen it. You know, you always see. Uh, you know, they're, they got to shoot like 50 or 70 does or something. I mean, they have a crazy amount of it, of deer, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's, it's frustrating when you go somewhere and, and things just aren't, especially if you're hunting something where you're not moving around. Like if you're hunting whitetails from a stand and that's kind of the best way to do it in that, you know, in that situation or wherever you're at, then it can be rough. I mean, we hunted Oklahoma this year. And that was really fun. Actually, that was same deal. I was hunting with uh, Broderick uh, of Day Six Arrows, and again, <laughs> when we left, he's like, "This is the worst I've ever seen it." Because you could tell the deer were lot. I mean, we found we ended up getting like up on oil derricks and stuff, and looking for. <laughs> and uh, um, my buddy crawled up on a windmill, and we ended up glass and deer and and sneaking up i think the one buck i snuck up on one buck that was probably high 160s maybe low 170s is what they told me i don't i'm not good at judging that stuff but like a big whitetail 170 inch whitetail is a giant to me oh yeah and he said you know we snuck to 20 yards of this thing on the ground perfect condition the thing stood up 
we slowly raised up and I had a cameraman with me and I don't, everybody blames the cameraman, but he was trying to get the, the deal behind me. And I ended up bumping the camera with my elbow. Mm. And I don't know what happened. If that buck just had, you know, happened to see us at that point and just left over the edge and was gone. And Damn. that was pretty rough. I ended up, I ended up shooting one out of a stand with my, with my compound. I, I hunted for a few days and drove the cameraman nuts because I had another giant eight point walking to us, walking, we were on the ground mm-hmm. and he was following a doe and, and, uh, just unbelievable, cool footage. He's got steam rolling out of his nose, oh, grunting. Cool. It was awesome. He come across, he was at 30 yards, but he was coming kind of angling to us. Um, and if I had had my compound, I mean, I'd just put it on the corner of the shoulder and let it rip. But with that stick at that angled, you know, I don't, the precision isn't quite there. No, right. Especially at just 30 yards. Yeah. So I was waiting. I mean, the doe passed us. So, but what ended up happening is the doe, I think, got into our wind or saw us. She looked at us and, and he ended up, pop, you know, stopping and then whirling and following her out. I mean, they, they weren't that spooked, but right. uh, I think I was driving my camera nuts because, I mean, 30 yards, mm-hmm. like, a, <laughs> like a, I don't know, like he thought maybe like mid-150s, eight-point, like a giant eight. And then I ended up having a, the, a decent, the one I shot walked by me at like 45 yards the night before, and I was like, screw this. I'm grabbing the compound and <laughs> what happened the next morning? He walked by us at like eight, 10 yards, right. 10, 12 yards. Perfect. Perfect. And I just, yeah, <laughs> I just drilled him, which I don't care. Everybody's like, Oh, don't you wish you had had your recurve? I don't really care. Like I hunt with both. I, I prefer to have the recurve most of the time, but honestly with whitetails, I kind of like having a compound because they move so fast. Um, that even if you make a good shot with a recurve at close distance, sometimes you end up, you know, missing or hitting them high or hitting them in the shoulder. I, I, no, I don't classify myself as a traditional bow hunter. I just, I like hunting with my trad bow. Cause that's, you know, I like to be close and I like to be able to make a quick shot. And, mm-hmm. but no, that, that hunt, no Clomo was pretty good. Like I said, I had a, I had a great season. I can't, I had those two hunts kind of bite me in the butt, but I've ended up killing a cow elk, that deer, uh, in, um, Nevada. in Nevada. Well, I ended up killing the, the, uh, Sitka blacktail. Oh, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. I killed four mule deer with a bow. Uh, one was in Arizona, um, in January. And then I killed three of them in the fall. And then I shot three white tails. So, I mean, I had a great season. I ended up hunting lots of turkeys, like always. I mean, we have turkeys like people have pigs, you know, in Texas. We only get three tags in the spring, and then we end up having four tags in the fall. So, Jeez. I get plenty of plenty of turkey hunting in. I'm going um, to have to come turkey hunting with you. <laughs> no, I know it, man. You should. Um, the biggest thing about out here, everybody wants to come turkey hunting out here. Um, and they always message me and this and that. And, uh, and then when, but they want, you know, they're going to hunt public ground and I'm not saying it's not decent hunting, but you're going to, it's, we get a lot of people come out hunt. You know, I've got a couple of places leased that are 
you know, pretty full of turkeys. <laughs> right. And one of them is just surrounded by public ground and all them, all those guys with their shotguns are just running them into this place, you know, and then they end up parked on the high, on the, uh, dirt road staring at 200 turkeys mm-hmm. where they can't, you know, on private land. So it, uh, it's kind of funny every, you know, we have quite a few turkeys, but they're, they, a lot of times they're pretty congregated on private tracks of land you know gotcha. them farmers are feeding their feeding their cows and then turkeys are just picking through their you know feed and whatever else so yeah it uh like i said it i don't know i don't i don't know uh if i covered enough or if you have any other thoughts on uh i hate to just drown on and on about this hunt or that hunt is you got any other ideas? I mean, <laughs> if you got a specific story about, you know, an actual hunt that, I mean, that, you know, it didn't have to be from this last season, but. Well, you know, yeah, like, I'll talk yeah. about my, I'm staring at, well, since you're from Arizona, I'm staring at my Arizona buck I shot this year. Yeah. Uh, or last year, I guess, in January. It was a really fun trip. I was out there with my buddy Levi Adamson. He's a, oh man, we've been friends since shit. I mean, we've been friends since we were kids mm-hmm. and, uh, he moved out there and we usually, uh, this year I didn't get to go cause my wife, uh, had to have surgery on her, uh, she had to have knee surgery. Hmm. So I didn't get to go out this year, but Neither last January I. we, <laughs> no, oh, really? I missed, what, I missed what? the whole season, man. I spent two and a half days. Yeah. Oh man. It, it was rough. The first week I was. I promised the wife that we were be with the kids and whatever. And we were up, you know, at the cabin and not my cabin, just renting a cabin. Uh, sure. And so I'm like, all right, well, I'm, when I get home, I got a few days. Let me take care of some stuff. And then Charles was going to come down from California and we were going to go spend the week down south. And I'm like, all right, cool. Well, he calls me up. He's like, I got COVID. I'm like, oh, no. oh, son of a bitch. All right. I'm like, so I told my wife, I'm like, hey, listen, I'm not going to go down there for a week by myself. I'm just going to go down there for like, you know, three, four days, and then I'll come back up here and then I'll just hunt up here by us. And well, I end up leaving. I go down there. My daughter gets COVID while I'm there. And then I'm like, oh, shit, here we go. Two days later, or not even, there was a, like the de- next day, my wife's like, I'm not feeling good. And, and both the other kids are sick. I'm like, okay. She's like, can you come home, please? I'm like, all right, fine. Came home. So I got home. I, I literally spent two two days down there. And then, and I didn't really see anything that I didn't even make one. I didn't even make a single stalk. I didn't see anything that I wanted to go after. I was hoping to find a javelina. Didn't find any javelina in uh, the, the few spots that I had checked for him. And I was like, all right, well, you know, I, I come home and man, I, I fought off the whole COVID thing for like five, six days and I didn't get it. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, boom, it hit me. And then I was knocked on my ass. And then when I was starting to feel good, I'm like, all right, my cousin Paul's like, Hey, you want to go out? I'm like, yeah, let, let's go. Let's go. That I went out that morning and I technically went on a stalk. I dropped down to go after this one buck that had a broken leg that somebody else had shot in the leg, I guess. And um, I put like four little four and a half miles on on my boots that day. And by ten o'clock that morning, I was like, 
I'm I'm freaking done. I'm done. Yeah. And then I got home. I couldn't do shit for the next three days. And yeah, then just one thing after another. Then my wife went to Florida to go because my sister-in-law had a an, an, her, another baby, so she wanted to go see the baby. And, and you know, one thing after another. And then the whole freaking month got away from me, and I never got out. So two yeah, and a half I days. tell you what, man. I didn't even think about that. Like I got COVID. I probably would have been home before uh, if I because I usually go out, I fly out like on the first and hunt for like six or seven days, and I come home. And I don't think I got COVID till like the second week of January, but it wasn't like I felt that bad. I mean, my, uh, like I said, my throat was the worst, Mm -hmm. but I could have definitely done something, but I was just drained. Like I was, like you say, like I was just, I I just had no motivation. Yeah. I didn't have Yeah. It was a weird deal. I mean, I didn't feel that bad. Like if I needed, like if I had a bunch of work at the time, we were pretty slow with work and I was just kind of like, ah, screw it. I'm just going to stay home. Mm-hmm. But if I needed to go do something, I probably could have, but I just didn't like, I had no motivation. I was just drained. I just, I, it feels really good now that I feel good. It, it, it definitely opened my eyes. Like, ah, huh? when you feel that drained and that unmotivated for that long, it's just, I, yeah. all I wanted was for it to be over. Yep. Hundred percent. I got you, man. I mean, I literally yesterday was the first day I did a real workout. Was the first day, and I oh, still that's the worst too. <laughs> I still couldn't do. I still couldn't do what I normally do. Like normally, yeah. when I go do stairwells, I'll do between ten and fifteen trips. So it's like uh, five floors, five floors up, five floors down. So I'll do ten, but ten on the minimum, and fifteen is what I aim for. So between fifty and you know. 75 flights of stairs. Yeah. And then I'll do when I get to the top of the stairs, I'll do like um like an inverted pull-up basically, like I'll just grab onto the rails and I'll, you know, do 20 pull-ups and then mm-hmm. I'll go down and then when I get to the bottom, I'll do 10 or 15 dips. And that's my workout. And I couldn't get through 7. I couldn't yeah. get through 7. That I was but I was happy that I could at least do that cuz that was like Yeah. It was pretty rough. I'm just finally start. I'm still, I'm still a little slower, like running and stuff. I need a few more breaks. That could be from a winter full of not working out. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I mean, I still ran a little bit, but I'm terrible during hunting season, but I don't have time. Like I said, I, I literally was in Alaska for 20 days, came home, was home for like four days. And then left again for six days or seven days and then came home. And then I was in there in South Dakota. I mean, I, I hunt in the fall, like, like I'm getting paid to. Right. No, I, <laughs> I wish you. I kind of was, <laughs> yep. but yeah, no, so, I, that, uh, anyway, I cut you off. Air- I cut you off on the Arizona hunt. Go ahead. I want to hear No, that's story. cool, man. I, I just, uh, so last year I, or I, yeah, last January I flew out. It was really dry. I don't have to tell you, but yeah, I mean, it was super dry. And, uh, so we ended up sitting on water, Mm -hmm. um, which (laughs) is a bit of a, uh, my, the, the spot I was sitting on the water hole, I was sitting on, nobody messed with me. Um, the spot that Levi and his girlfriend were sitting on, there was people constantly trying to, just yeah just and he you know he made himself a sign and put it by his truck and said hey someone's sitting water here um 
people don't care. They're assholes. It's it's crazy. But we had really good success. I ended up like on the third day having this big three by three come in. I was shooting my I had my compound with me. I mean, there there was no I'm a terrible shot with a compound though. He was at like forty five yards quarter and two. Mm-hmm. And I made a heck of a good shot for me. I <laughs> uh, shot him right through the shoulder blades and he didn't I mean he literally walked over he just ran over the hill and died. Nice. Um but it was I think we ended up killing we all shot deer with that within that week and I think the smallest was like 153 mine was like one uh, mine i think was like a 154 155 three point mm. um and uh three point. yeah levi ended up shooting a, a really nice like high 160s buck i mean nothing giant giant not you know right yeah but like just really good solid arizona bucks um we all you know he had a I think a Davis wall 10 out there. I mean, it's like being guided without it being guided. My buddy, you know, nice. it's not what you know. Sometimes yeah. it's who, you know, absolutely. But yeah, it was, I, I truly missed going out there this year. <clears throat> it sounded like it, like it wasn't, it sounded like if I had to miss a year, this was the year to miss. <laughs> it's yeah. um, sounded like the, it was real wet and they, uh, they weren't finding the pigs. Honestly, for me, I love hunting deer, but I draw a pig tag every year. And if I run across the deer, I'll go shoot it or try. But I like hunting them pigs. Or, you know, the, the Hatalina, I mean, they're just yeah. so much fun. They're, they're, built for bow hunting. they're built for bow hunting for sure. Yeah, they're just... Uh, this year was tough. with the, So the thing about the Havelina this year and... I'm actually, I got a little anxiety about this, uh, this guy trip because I've had, I mean, we've had a hundred percent shot opportunity and 99% basically, or almost 99%, 98%, I guess, if I really do the numbers, but of success, right? And yeah. this year, man, I, and I, so I only spent two days. I spent, I specifically went to where my first guiding, Havelina guiding uh, trip was going to be uh, to hunt for myself. So I, I had the, uh, I had a, you know, a multiple unit tag and then I, I, so I always put guys in for, in the ham hunt, I put them in for one unit and then for the rifle hunt, I put them in for the other unit. And so, man, I, the grass is ridiculous tall here right now. Mm-hmm. And it's not that the javelina are there, aren't there. It's just, you can't see them. Yeah, like if you don't have the right angle or catch them in the right place where they're in a really you know decent opening, you're not going to see them. You're not going to like they're just impossible yep. to see. And there's some units like my daughter had. Uh, she had a 34A uh, youth fall youth tag, so that was uh, in November, and we ended up getting her one, but. I went to a spot where if you were to bet me money, I would bet you money that I would find you, (laughs) right? Sure. Like I, I take people there all the time. I, it's just, it's like one of those spots where I know if I glass hard enough and I move around enough and look into different spots, I'm going to find Havelina. And man, I, I couldn't even see the deer. That's how shitty this, like there's this like trellising, 
uh, viney looking plant that grew because of all the rains we got. And it's like crawling up the mesquite trees and stuff like that and just like choking them out. You couldn't even walk through there if you wanted to. It's like if you killed something, it, you need a machete to get to it. And really? yeah, it was rotten, rotten. And man, I I glassed and glassed and glassed until my freaking eyes were like bleeding. And finally, I said to my daughter, I'm like, hey, let's move to this other spot. We already had moved like three times. Let's, like, let's move to this other spot and um, let's just try one more spot right there and then we'll go break for lunch or something, okay? Because I could tell she was getting bored. We hadn't seen shit and she she's tough to keep. Uh, my middle one's kind of tough to keep uh, engaged to begin with. And we moved over and sure as shit, I freaking find three pigs way on the top of this peak. So we're like 880 yards from them. Not super, super far, but... And they would just happen to be in this one open spot. And I'm like, okay, we got to go. We got to go now. And, you know, so we're hightailing it over there and we're running. Basically, thank God there was like a really good cattle trail that I can get us on. That's going to get us close. Otherwise, we would have never even, you know, had a chance in hell. Get over there and I go to lay her down and I can't find a spot to freaking shoot from. And I'm like, fuck, this is just sucks. So I'm like, we got to move again. I'm like, pack everything up. I'm like, all right, we got to move. We got we to gotta go up here. And I get up there. I get the bino set up and I'm like, okay, I found them again. All right, let's get the gun set up. And I started to get the gun set up. I get the, I get the, the pigs lined up in the damn scope. All right. Okay, Olivia, jump behind the gun. She gets behind the gun and she's like, hey, dad, I don't see them. I'm like, what are you talking about? Oh, no. I go into my binos. I'm like, I don't see them now. I'm like, fuck. And I, I spent like another hour, couldn't find them. That's how like, Jeez. they were just right there, literally within 30 seconds of, and they just somehow, they disappeared. I'm like, they got to be behind this tree or they got to be behind this bush or behind this tree, just laying down there, right? So we waited, 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 waited. And I'm like, and then they never came out. And I was like, something's. There's something, you know, there's, there's gotta be an optical illusion or something. I'm like, I wanted to hike up there, but she didn't want to go. She's like, all right. (laughs) So we, uh, then my cousin Anthony came down that evening and met us. So that whole evening I didn't, I couldn't find a pig and he was with me. We went back in there the same spot the next morning. Didn't see anything. He glassed up a bear actually, which was cool as shit. Bears in the desert are cool. That Um, is awesome. And, um, Man, so we're like, I called up a buddy of mine. I'm like, hey, do you have any places for me to go? Because I have no freaking clue where to get this kid. Because everywhere that I've taken her, we haven't seen. Wait, we, oh, I, said, I, I told him the story about the three. And I was like, we haven't seen pigs. He's like, okay, yeah, go here. It was the absolute worst road in the whole wide world. It was, <laughs> I, it was literally the second the second worst road I've ever been down in my life. I was fearing from, and I was so proud of her because usually she freaking hates off-roading a bunch. And it took us, it was like 20 miles off-road. And all I kept thinking to myself is like, if we don't kill a pig, I'm going to ruin this kid for life. She's never going to want to, she's never going to want to go out again. (laughs) She's not. And we get there, we get to the first spot, glass, 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 nothing. I'm like, oh shit. Okay. Let's go down to this next spot. And it's kind of like right up against some private, I'm like, let's go over there. You know, this is another spot where my buddy was like, yeah, kind of look up and through here. You might see some. And okay. So we get over there. I'm unpacking everything. And Anthony gets out of the truck and he's like, 
I got picks. <laughs> he could see with the naked eye, like 400 <laughs> yards. Just they just happened to be on this wide, flat rock, right? Because if they weren't there, we wouldn't have seen them, right? And uh, so we got her all set up, and you know, she made like a 380 yard shot or something like that. Nice. We we end up getting her the pig, but lost my Fox Pro in in the uh, in in the whole mix of it somehow. <laughs> she, I think she opened the door and it fell out and never said anything to me or anything. And yeah, and so somebody got my Fox Pro with all my custom sounds on there. And uh, but she got her pig and we got out of there. I was dreading. I was like, oh my god, we got to go back on this road tonight in the dark. I'm like, but I found another way out, which was way better, way <laughs> way way better. Yeah, I've been on a few roads like that. Nevada was the worst I've ever. Ever, I thought I was going to die. Literally, really, yeah. My buddy was with me, Shane, and I had a tag there a couple of years ago, and I had shot a buck, made a bad shot, and freaking hit him in the neck. And he's like, "Hey, let's take this road down to over there and go. That we'll hike up through that saddle where we saw him go through." And we went down. So we started going down this road, and it got so narrow that my tires were hanging off on either side oh, about, man. about four inches. <laughs> Holy cow. And I couldn't turn around. I couldn't back up. I was like, yeah. oh, my God. And finally, I got to a spot where I can I can do like a three-point turn and turn around, and we had to go back up the way we came because I was like, I am not <laughs> going down. The, it was just – it was so bad. It was terrible. I <sighs> ruined a brand-new set of tires. Like, it was, it, was, it was fucked. It really was. Yikes. But anyway – Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah, it's not I I've had some hairy stuff when I was trapping. You always get in a spot like I should have just walked out there. You know what I mean? Like you get yeah. in a spot uh, that's right down this road and geez, I should have just walked. I'm <laughs> like, dude, we were it, because of your laziness. <laughs> we almost had a nah. we almost rolled that's my exactly truck down right. to the cliff. You know, I mean, yep. we could have totally walked over here. This was, I mean, we're, it, it wasn't that far. It was like three quarters of a mile, you know, as a crow uh-huh. flies. Like we could have totally walked. We didn't have to take the truck, but. Done it. Yeah. Been there. God, it was shitty. It wasn't, thank God it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like a super long thing. Like, but that road, <laughs> that road down South in Arizona, that was stupid. It was like 20 something miles of just rocky and then when it wasn't rocky it was cliffed out and it was like oh my god if somebody comes around this corner i'm fucked <laughs> like you know <laughs> yeah bad uh, very bad yikes so anyway well cool man i uh i'm glad to get a chance to catch up and uh i'm sure uh we'll talk before the, the season really starts maybe uh maybe I'm, I'm, i might uh break your chops and come uh come do some turkey hunting i don't ever travel for turkey but yeah i know I, I had planned on going to california this year but i'd like to do a little bit more turkey hunting i'm i kind of miss it i kind of gave it up a little bit because it was one of the things that i made a promise with my wife that you know from basically like you know i, I gave you the july to march right so from march to yeah. march to the beginning of july i'm i don't do anything you know, I don't right. go anywhere. Or don't, you know, don't talk to John. He's not around. <laughs> you know, I kind of try to dedicate yeah. it to the family. So I'm not, but yeah, that's a good, that's, I mean, like you say, you got to set it up that way. That's, that's what I, 
am trying to, to, I don't know, like I, I, you know, that's my message is just figure out what works for you. Like for me, I'm gone a lot, but also when I'm here, I try to just do as much as I can. Right. When you're here, um, you're there, you know? Yeah. 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 You try to do, you know, special days with the kids and, yeah. you know, try to help the wife with the, you know, just do the stuff that you're supposed to do. It's nothing special. Like, right. Uh, but I think some people get a little bit lazy and if you can kind of tell yourself like, Hey, go above and beyond and, you know, put that in the bank for later when it's, when you're sitting on a mountain and you're wanting to go home cause you're homesick, mm-hmm. you know, and feeling guilty for being gone. Just know that you worked hard, you worked hard at work, you worked hard at home and everybody's happy. Everything's good. There's no reason to go home. I think homesickness is what causes most people to quit especially guys that, you know, aren't used to uh, being away from home. And right. it, it's tough. It's not easy, but no, for sure. You just got to figure it out with your family and do what's right for them and do what's right for yourself. I think a lot of guys give up hunting because they feel they, that guilt is too big or maybe their wife, <clears throat> you know, I'm not saying their wife is wrong, that maybe their wife doesn't really want them to be gone or guilt trips them. Right. And they are not willing to uh, figure out a way to make it work. You know, like you were saying, you know, with you and your wife, that's what works good. You know, yeah. go once a month for those months that you were talking about. That's still a lot of hunting and she's happy. You're happy. Kids are happy. That's, that's a big, uh, yep. it's fine. I think some fine guys just don't. Yep. Yeah, exactly. You gotta, you gotta compromise and figure it out. And, uh, it's not hard to do. You just got to work hard at it, but exactly. No, man, I appreciate you having me on and, and, uh, yeah, let me know. Like I said, <clears throat> this spring, I spring is always my busy time. I usually try to get my turkeys out of the way and then, uh, get back to, to work, get back to work. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. yeah, we'll come up with something. All we'll right. come up with something. Sounds good, man. Appreciate it. Cool. Have a good one. Thanks, man. Bye-bye. You too. Hey guys, thanks for checking out the show. Really appreciate you. Keep those reviews and those comments coming. Helps us keep this free. Do me a favor, go check out Phoenix Shooting Bags. Use promo code John Stallone to save 20%, all one word. And check out Howl for Wildlife. Thank you very much and we'll catch you on the next show.